0: Welcome to the official podcast of ComicSphere and Sci-Fi, brought to you by Crystal Bright Janitorial, The Brand Barber Shop, Greco Printing and Imaging, and Able Ideas. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, and follow ComicSphere and Sci-Fi on all your favorite social media apps. Now,
1: on with the show!
0: this is the q from comics man sci-fi i'm here with the legendary brutus the barber beefcake and uh i'm getting ready to get a haircut after the interview <laughs> so how's it going today
2: hey everything's great man the flint michigan haven't been here in a while it's a great town
0: great people fans here it's tremendous we're having a good time good good So I want to talk about your legendary wrestling career because you are, without a doubt, a a legend. So do you have any, like, one of your favorite matches or favorite segments that you did? Oh, yeah. Uh, Probably 10,000 matches,
2: but uh, one one I remember uh, with Greg and Washington State, Spokane, Washington, and Jimmy was managing him, dressed up. Like Peggy Sue. (laughs) And I remember I was laying under under the bottom rope, and Greg came running across the ring, charging across the ring, and he kicked me so hard, he screamed. (laughs) (laughs) I had to cover my face. (laughs) So that people would see me. It hurt like hell, but it made me laugh. You know, that was a t- stiff kick when, yeah, he, when stiff he yelled. And, and then uh, after the match, I pulled Jimmy's falsies out and stripped one of the pantyhose off of People went absolutely bonkers. They went out of their, <laughs> they went out of their minds. That was, that was some classic stuff.
0: So, in the wrestling world, we know news is just broken. This major story that Vince McMahon has finally retired. Do oh, wow. you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, you
2: know, Vince retiring Oh well, I, I thought he retired ten times already. <laughs> you know what I thought was pretty funny was Flair retired, and then would, would he come out and try Stand to have a match? Have another... ne- nearly died. Yeah, that ma- that makes a lot of sense. The guy's half dead. He's half dead. I guess he wants to be all dead. <laughs> um, makes absolutely no sense. Makes you know at least all of us look bad too. With. It's, it's, he needs to stay home. You know, Le- leave it to the younger guys. You know, he's—he's he's, hasn't he made enough money and danced naked on enough bars and embarrassed enough flight attendants <laughs> on airplanes and and ship, you know <laughs> made a fool of himself a million times. Let it go. I guess he yeah, got. Just s- let it go. Just let it go. You just know. Just let it go. <laughs>
0: Speak. <laughs> Spe- <laughs>
2: His best friend
0: Eric Bischoff, yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, we, we, a piece of work, yeah. I about to say we're not gonna we're not gonna speak on Eric. <laughs> we, we we've heard all heard the story. Single handedly
2: ru- ruined the WCW, put them out of business. I don't get that because they were kicking ass. Well, we were killing it. You guys were killing Kid. it. Ted Turner was making too much money. I guess that they making too much money you guys were
0: killing it in wc they,
2: they had to stop no too much money guys we had to stop this, to we, to stop this. we can't have all uh, talent happy making money and every family's doing well no we yeah, that don't make we can't have that
0: yeah that don't <laughs> make sense that makes sense to me all right well, speaking of the young guys my last question is there anyone that you particularly like today or are you still watching the product a and E, AEW. I watch some. Uh,
2: okay. I got three grandsons. Okay. Uh, they love Jungle Boy, and they they like. Uh, um, geez, uh, uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, oh yeah, Jericho. Chris, Chris, Chris is a good friend of mine. They okay. just, they uh, just his band just uh, redid uh, my music. Yeah, yeah, they're the, yeah. They're uh, updated like guitar version of, of you know the barbershop music. So nice. it's it's cool as hell, and uh, nice. so. All is well, man. I'm just happy, to, glad to be alive and in Tennessee. That's what I was to
0: say. <laughs> Great to be alive in Tennessee. Well, this has been The Q with WWE legend Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And it's been an absolute thrill.
3: This is Richie Rollins from Comic Experience Sci-Fi here at the really cool Comic Con in Flint, Michigan. I'm standing here with the one and only legend, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. How are you doing today, sir? Well, very good, brother, but you know
4: the first thing Hacksaw Jim Duggan has to do is give a big ho! kind of fires me up nowadays gets me going but we're having a really great time here at the really cool comic-con i tell you if you've never been to a comic-con you don't know what you're missing there's something for everybody you see some great costumes some older wrestlers some cosplay people some writers it's a lot of fun here speaking about your wrestling career what was
3: your highlight do you feel in your career
4: well i think you know 40 years in the ring the thing i remember most is Wrestling Andre the Giant, main event, Madison Square Garden, 22,000 people at the Garden. And no matter what profession you're in, you sell out the Garden, you sell out the Garden. It was an honor to be here with Andre the Giant. And how did you come up with the 2x4 gimmick? Well, the 2x4 came out of necessity. Back in the old days, the crowd was a little rowdy, let's say. So just getting back and forth from the ring was dangerous. So I carried a 2x4 out. I'd wave it. The crowd would split. I'd get to the ring without any problem, man. I, I remember when I was a little
3: kid and uh, it was Halloween time, and my mom's trying to get me a costume, my dad goes out, cuts a two-by-four, he comes in,
4: just, he's like, go to your child, says ho. Yeah. So I, Not much of a costume, a lot of the guys, like Macho Man or a Hulkster, they had some great costume. Nothing fancy, Dan, about Hacksaw Jim Duggan, just a two-by-four, and the flag of the United States of America. Give me a ho, sweetheart. Ho! Hey! And uh, what have you been up to lately? Oh, actually, I'm just coming out of uh, cancer. I had uh, prostate cancer surgery in October. I just finished eight weeks of radiation treatment. So, folks, you know, one in six men will have prostate cancer. One in eight women will have breast cancer. It's more prevalent than breast cancer. So get your blood test, get your PSA, get your physical, and save your life. Give me a ho, brother. (laughs) Ho! Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Duggan. My pleasure.
1: Hey everyone, this is Nick with Comic Experience Sci-Fi, and we are at the really cool Comic-Con in Flint, Michigan. It is cool. And I'm here with the legendary king of the three-rounders, Butterbean, the great boxer, heyday in the 90s. I love watching all of his fights. Thanks for talking to us. I got some some good questions for you. You came up in the tough guy circuit. How did you transfer from tough guy to professional boxer?
4: Yeah, it really wasn't hard. I mean, you get smaller gloves, which made it great, so I had a lot of fun. It It wasn't
1: really that hard. In terms of training, how is it different fighting a tough guy from a professional boxer?
4: Well, You got in tough man, you have women around, so you got to go, it's a lot faster pace. And when I fought pro, I tried to keep that pace the whole fight. So and that put the other guy at disadvantage because
1: he didn't know how to keep up. In terms of training, uh, did you change anything when you transitioned to professional boxing or did you pretty much prepare for fights the same way?
4: It's pretty much about the same way. I mean, I train hard all the time, which I train harder because I was a big guy. So people don't realize that a bigger guy has to train harder.
1: Okay. And now one way you remind me of Mike Tyson besides the obvious power. Tyson was a great defensive fighter, great boxer. I always felt that you had a very great, subtle, defensive skill. It was hard for fighters to hit you, and I know it was because of fear of getting punched by you, but it wasn't just that. Tell me about your defensive tactics.
4: Well, I covered up really well, and when when they do throw a punch, if you go with it, you don't feel the punch. So, I mean, yeah, I covered up
1: really well. And also, I gotta ask you, here you are at a Comic-Con, are you a geek? Uh, No, sometimes I can be. Okay, thank you, Butterbean, for talking to us. You're welcome.
3: This is Richie Rollins with Comic Experience Sci-Fi, and I'm here with not only a legend, but one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time, Greg the Hammer Valentine. How are you doing, sir? Thank you. Good introduction. I appreciate it. Yes. And uh, listen, uh, when did you come up with the figure four... Because all I know is back in elementary school, my legs got tore up by everybody giving me the figure four.
5: Yeah, it was a very popular hold, and, and uh, actually, we all know who Vince McMahon is, right? Well, his dad, senior, in 1979, the first time I ever went into New York got on that big WWF TV, I, was, uh, I would suplex guys backwards and drop the big elbow, and that was my finish the one, two, three, and he says, we need to give you a hold, so figure four leg lock, do you know how to put it on? So some guys in the back, we all, you know, we all learned together, and I learned how to put that hold on, and that (laughs) that was a big transformation for my career, because I'm putting figure fours on everybody, uh, and we did three tapes a day, so like we do six all together in two days every month for six months and by that time the figure four leg lock very well it wasn't popular but it was dreadful it really got my career going so
3: I just remember you put out a lot of my favorite wrestlers with that
5: move uh, sorry about that no yes <laughs> that was a that was a beautiful hold and that catapulted me to a a lot of sellouts with bob Backlund and hulk hogan and then i broke tito santana's leg i broke tj strongbo's leg uh who else i broke ronnie garvin's leg uh, broke a lot <laughs> do
3: you have a, a fondest memory of your career
5: wow you know i'm doing a book right now but you know, I, I hate writing this book because there's so so much that, that I, to try to put it all in one book, and there's so much of my stuff was so good, you're gonna need an encyclopedia this long, because that's how long my career was. But, uh, God, the matches, the matches I had with Roddy Piper, and the matches I had with uh, Tito Santana, and, and, and me and Beefcake against the, uh, the British Bulldogs, some classic matches we have with them. I mean, it's just like you got to go on YouTube and watch them. Most of you can get YouTube on your phone. I mean, it's, it's like these are great matches or the WWE Network. I'm not pitching the network either. <laughs> I mean, I get a royalty, but <laughs> those are the matches that that really made wrestling what it is today and and uh, to keep on going. In WrestleMania one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I was in the first seven
3: of them. So, how does it feel to sit there and watch wrestling today, and these wrestlers today that are going on to acting careers, knowing that you were the one of the main reasons that brought wrestling into the mainstream and paved the way for these guys today?
5: Well, I don't. I'm not looking to be in the movies, but a couple of people talked to me lately about doing a movie. I guess they're going to do a movie on on Hulk Hogan and. They want me to be a part of it. So, I mean, I will do that, but it doesn't have to be wrestling related. But acting is and I, being I living in Las Vegas now. So I run into a lot of people that are interested and in put me in a movie. So who knows? You know, it, it's a lot of work. I'd rather just go out, do the Comic Cons and say hi to everybody. Comic Cons have been shut down because of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, I, sorry don't want to get political, but, you know, the lockdown and governor, what's her name? Whitmere? Yeah. How you doing, hon?
3: (laughs) So, one of your big, you love coming to Comic-Cons, you love seeing the fans. Is there anything else about the Comic-Cons
5: you love? Uh, No, that's, I mean, that's it and I, I enjoy getting out, see I can connect with the fans. So I don't wrestle anymore, and I really don't go to that many wrestling shows. So uh, it's just a lot of fun, and I get to be around Jimmy Hart and Brutus is down there, and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's going to be here later. So I just get to see all the guys from that '80s, you know, from that from that decade.
3: All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Valentine, for the interview. Appreciate it, and. Uh Uh, One of these days, my legs will heal from all those figure fours that those kids gave me when I was a kid.
5: (laughs) Okay, man. Thank you. Take it easy.
0: This is the Q from Cominsbury and Sci-Fi. I'm here with Steve. And we all know in the wrestling world, we know who Steve is. He's got the biggest wrestling collection. State of Michigan, or is it Midwest, or is it United States? Well, we're going worldwide
6: with it, baby. From east to west, because we're all the best. It's the GWC. We got a situation station. We're at RC3. It's really cool Comic Con in Flint, Michigan, baby. We bring that fire that'll make you perspire. You see Big q Ball over here. We're turned up for the ground to the ceiling. That is exactly how we're feeling. We got WWE legends in the building. Greg the Hammer, Valentine's turned up. Jimmy, the mouth of the South Hard, the OG himself. Brutus Beefcake. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's about to O on you. Come on through. He's going. There he is. There he is. Woo! Oh. <laughs> oh, my <brother. laughs>
0: welcome, my brother. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome, welcome. I'm all right, are you? Good. Buddies you got. Oh, thanks,
6: man. We got a one. We brought a couple of. We got a couple of. Look, we got a two by four. Oh, yeah, two by four. We got. Listen, this, this guy's rocking and rolling out That's there.
4: Hard to find those two by
6: Yes,
0: let's go. Wish I could have one. So, yeah, where, were, where were we? So we we we're we, and we were. The, the legend came through. The legend came. Well, we have to acknowledge the legend.
6: First and foremost, he's out there kicking cancer in, in the rear end, and, and he yeah. rang that bell last week for him. Last chemo treatment. That's our legend. That's our brother, the hacksaw Jim Duggan. One love out there. Come on through. Really cool Comic Con. GWC's in the building. All of us are in the building. A little bit of everything for everybody out there, folks. Keep it triple C. It's cool, calm, and collected. Stay in the right direction. Q. One love. One
0: love. God bless you. God bless you. Let's go. So, (laughs) I do have one question. I do have one question. Because you were just on Most Wanted Treasures. Yep. Hey, e Most Wanted Treasures. What's going down? So, you sold your, Well, I don't want to say sold because donated you it donated the, it for the right cause out, out there. there. That's cause. it. Preserving history. So how was that meeting those legends? Because you've met a lot of legends. I,
6: I'm blessed to call a lot of these legends family, brothers, along all these years of my wild journey. And, I, and Mick... He's as genuine as it gets out there, and it's uh, that goes without be- being okay. said out there. So, with with sharing my pieces with the world, that's the only thing I'd like to do, wanted to do. It's the only right thing to do. They've given so much to us, you have to give back to them. And uh, I'm blessed to have it all come full circle right now. That's what I'm feeling. You know what I mean? It's uh, 30 years in the making of collecting, passionate about wrestling and uh, rocking and rolling out here, and it's all full circle.
0: So let's go. And being a wrestling fan, yes. Vince McMahon just retired. I gotta get your thoughts.
6: Vincent McMahon, OG, God bless you. Thank you for everything you did for this entertainment of wrestling. Uh, we're going to see where the future holds and what it holds out there. I can't I don't know what. I'm excited to see what the future holds out there. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it a mystery out we're there. We'll
0: leave it a mystery. We'll leave it a mystery. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What's your favorite Mount Rushmore wrestlers, brother? Give me four at
4: the
0: door. Oh. I don't mean to put you on a spot, Q. No, no, no. no, no put, okay, okay, okay. Flair. Okay. Woo woo. I was with him last weekend, what up? Flair. Yes. Taker. Taker.
6: Great guy.
0: Uh Hogan. Cause you gotta yes, put Hogan. You gotta put Hogan. You have to put you Hogan. You have to put Hogan. You have to put Hogan. Can I do two? Rock and Stone Cold. because they do revolu- that. That, that. Those are the revolutionaries. Why you could do that? Because when everyone asks me,
6: GWC, who's your Mount Rushmore? I always have five myself. Yeah. I'm always going to hit you with the Hitman. Okay. I'm going to hit you with Undertaker. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with Flair. Uh-huh. I'm going to hit you with Macho. Okay. And then we're going to finish with Hogan. So let's go. One love. Ooh. Got to do it.
0: Okay, but, but Those but are all against,
6: trendsetters. it gets the Attitude Era, which I love very much out there.
0: See? Yeah. Attitude Era guy right here, all
6: baby. Era, but I go love it there. all. Oh, hey, how about this? We love all the eras.
0: There we go. We Unity love all. the rock the with community out we there. Rock we rock with them all. We rock
3: with them all, we baby. We rock with them all. That's
0: it. This has been The Kill for Comics Beer and Sci-Fi with GWC. One love. That's it for this episode of the Comics Beer and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thank you for listening And we hope you'll join us next time.